Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello. This is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go online. Mm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day fiance. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. They French or Chinese, a brand new K-1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality, yes. Let's love. Um, this is so premeditated. You got pregnant with your other baby. And it was all premeditated. You did this just to hurt me. You got pregnant. This is all about you hurting me. That's a new one. That's a new one. That's rich. That is. This is all about hurting me. So me, you hurt Libby getting pregnant. Everything to do with the pregnancy was about screwing Becky. <laughs> it kind of, because you felt it made like. It about them. You kind of felt like Becky was starting. You're like, oh, I could see her point. She's having, and then she said that, and I went, beep, beep. No, she's crazy. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Crazy. This Y'all, is hey. This is hey. Season seven, episode 13. Can't fight this feeling. I can't fight this feeling. You know, that's where you went. I went. Uh, I can't fight this feeling anymore. Oh, okay. Aria Speedwagon. I thought about doing your favorite song of Can't Fight the Feeling. I think that's Can't Stop the Feeling. It is Can't Stop the Feeling, but you just that's hate that song. That's a terrible song. Yeah, yeah, there you go. He hates that song. <laughs> he hates it. And that's a Max Martin song. It's one of the worst Max Martin songs. Don't there, know who there, he is. He has the new show on Broadway called And Juliet. Oh, you're the Broadway aficionado. I thought you would know about it. Oh, I, you know, a lot of people did want me to go see Aunt Julia, but I didn't have time. <laughs> people really like it. I should, but that's that's your contribution to that that discussion. People wanted me to see it, but I didn't have time. I didn't have time. 
only um, had I only had time to see two maybe because I was doing our shit. We it's were the that story. Week. It's the story of if Juliet did not kill herself. Yes, what would happen? What would happen? Yeah, I knew that. No, our spoiler friend Liz told alert. Me about it. She goes to Paris. <laughs> our friend Liz adored it. People said it was a lot of fun. Said it's a lot of good. You know, I don't. You know, I get weary of jukebox musicals. This one, I don't need to hear one, somebody sing "Hit Me, one Baby, One More Time." Leaned into it, but this, yeah, apparently this. They actually have a jukebox on stage. I'll, I'll okay. Say it'll, it'll tour. Something like this is going to tour. I don't need to see it. I don't need to see that on the Broadway. I'm, I'm going to Broadway. You are uh, soon going to the Broadway and seeing several shows, and actually, and then seeing some musicals. <laughs> And I'm putting yeah. on several shows. Yes, yes. Piano Cat 77's coming to New York. Nothing like a good hotel show, I the say. The Big Apple with the tight ass. <laughs> the Big Apple meets the Big Bottom. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you, like, naked, just taking in the Chrysler building. <laughs> Going, oh, you know I'm sorry, Empire State. Oh, that's Empire, better. Yeah. I just fucked you. Just sitting on the city yeah, landmarks. Just sitting, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boy, that flat iron's like getting DP. <laughs> this is so stupid. You know what? But it's more entertaining than this episode. I will say, after. I did I'm, not hate this episode as much as I hated the previous two. I didn't hate it. It was just kind of like, uh, I will say. How are we going to go through January? Yeah. How? We've got so, we've got what? Because they're going to do a lot more episodes of this. Maybe that means a little break during Christmas. <laughs> I, I, they I never really do. do believe Christmas Day is going to be off. I really do believe New Year's is going to be off. I, I do not think New Mary Payne and I both think New Year's Day is going to play. You think I'm just like, like, like Stockholm Syndrome? Yeah, by now? you just want it's it like, to. I know they'll be off yeah, now. I know they're not. <laughs> You know, Mary Payne said, I would be surprised if they play at Christmas Day. She's like, she's so fucking she's jaded. Like, what else are those women going to do? They're tired of their husbands by then. It's true. That was a read. That was a brutal read, and it's not far off. I'd be. I'd be like, honey, you know what? I, Go play no your game. No one has or anything to do Christmas Day. I know. That's when I used to always say, um, one one year I actually had to work at my law office job on the 26th, so I had to fly. And I was like, oh, I don't want to fly back on Christmas Day. And then I did it, and I went, well, this was the best thing ever. So every I year love flying that, on Christmas Day. I, I hated when Christmas Day was like on a Friday because I would always say, mm, got to go to work, everybody, even if we didn't. No, this was, um, you know, my, my whole job as a musician, I worked on Christmas Eve. So I would always fly as a church musician. Yeah. I would always fly on Christmas Day, fly home on Christmas morning. It was always kind of fun. And my mom would say, it's like Santa Claus. You're coming to see me. Cool. Well, that she's trying to be some bright side because she guilted you a lot for not being there Christmas Eve. She did. And now, just remember, it was like it was was before. And now she can have you. I bet she'll talk about that the whole time. It's just so nice, Jaybird, having you here early. I'm going to get to go to um, one of my side of my family's Christmases, and I haven't seen them. I haven't done that. My mother says I said five or six years. My mother said at least (laughs) ten. So she's guilting you into seeing all your family. No, no. There's a detailed spreadsheet, not a spreadsheet. You haven't been home in a year. You're going to get it. 
I'm trying to I prepare you. I can't imagine. I think I can't help but thinking you're taking some joy. No, I'm not of- taking joy. <laughs> I'm just. I want you to be prepared. I am prepared. Okay. I am, I am dreading it. <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay because uh, it was my my father's birthday was November 18th. Oh, Father Poodle. How old is he now? I don't think he would like if I gave out his age. Oh, okay. No, I can say it. I don't give a she shit. She doesn't listen. He's 79. Oh, good. Why is that good? Well, my dad died at 71, so I'm like, <laughs> you're doing good. I'm like, good. No, he's fine. Oh, that's fine. great. Yeah. Um, y'all had a great time at Nikki Levy's show. Some of you came out, and I appreciated it. We had a lot of fun. Um, we've got Kate Casey's show coming up yes. now. December 3rd. At, not the Laugh Factory, at the Improv. At the Improv. It's her show, y'all. At, We're just guesting. So, again, it's not a reality At the Ha Ha Hut. At the Ha Ha <laughs> yeah. At the Improv. We love it. It's on Melrose. It's it's seven minutes away from our I was going to say. It's very exciting. That is a big selling point for me. Oh, yeah. You can get me to come to anything if it's walkable or driving or I'm, there's free parking. I'm going to lift and drink. That's a great We idea. don't have any pressure. I don't got to sing. I don't have to do sissy shout outs. That's right. There's no costumes to, to put on. Was, There's I, no script that I've handed you the day before. No, everybody was nervous for Nikki Levy's show, kind of, because it was at Dynasty Typewriter where Why? we did our first show. And I'm like, yeah. This is nothing. I'm like, my back went out earlier. I took a muscle relaxer and I've had two beers. I'm great. <laughs> I don't think people, once you do your own show, and you, and you do all the legwork for that. Yeah, because she don't was realize. doing all that. Nikki yeah. was, although <laughs> they are way more professional than we were. She had like a team of four people doing stuff. Oh, I like mean, there was someone backstage gophers. There was stuff. someone who told me, uh, "Okay, Matt, it's time for you to go on," and walked me to the entrance of the thing and said, "And enter." Yeah, we didn't have yeah, that. <laughs> We were just yelling at our producer, Christina. Christina, over here now. And she's just running when around. When she was there, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it's some some PA going, y'all want some, y'all want some McDonald's? What do you want us to get you? I think at one point you just said, Uber Eats and we'll Venmo you. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> I will say, we played in a lot of fun venues <sighs> We played in a lot of ones that didn't know what the fuck was going on. No, Dynasty did. Thank you. So Dynasty was, know what they were doing. Yeah, it was a really good time. Except um, for the no alcohol thing. That that's been lifted. Yes. Um yeah, so Well they uh, got their they got their license. Yeah, like, so Kate Casey, December third. You can go to our Linktree link if you want to get tickets for Link that. or our Linktree. Or our Linktree. <laughs> Some, our Carl's wives like saying Linktree links. So um also this is uh, kind of going off with it. I just want to tell everybody uh, all you Leslie Jordan people, that watch the new Celebrity IOU with the Property Brothers this season of season five. The first is he on it? That that this was filmed obviously when he was alive, but it didn't premiere until like last week. So they do oh. a little thing at the beginning, but he redoes a home in North Hollywood. But who he does the home for is so it turns out the woman who is the therapist in Sorted Lives is his oh, yeah. best friend in real life. Shut up! No, she, that's his best friend. I love her, and she's married to the man that played Wardell, the guy that he was in love with on Sorted Lives that rescues him at the end. Those are his two best friends in life. I'm not gonna lie, I cried. It was very moving seeing what, and he was saying all this stuff to them about how much they helped him with his sobriety and everything, Aww. and he wanted to give back to them. Oh, anyway, it's a great episode. I enjoyed That's it. That's sweet. Just want to let people know to watch there, that. You know, I don't know if you knew you saw this. They're 
because Call Me Cat, you know, he was a recurring uh, mm-hmm. character. Uh, they're bringing on uh, someone to play his mother, Vicky Lawrence. <gasps> they are. Yes. How smart. Yeah. How smart. Bringing on Vicky Lawrence. Although I think they're probably close to the same age. <laughs> they were. I think they well they were on that show. I watched that. They show. Were that they were on that Cool Kids show. Uh, I that show it was. It had its funny moments, though. It was funny. The best scenes were with David Allen Greer and Leslie Jordan, actually. I'm sure, yeah. They were funny off of one another. I had a friend who worked on that show and said, and said, it makes me sad to say this about Mama, but he said everybody was kind of a nightmare on that show, except for Leslie Jordan. He said was just the one most wonderful person in the world. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. So. Also, you have people who've been doing that for so long. That's true. And they're all used to being leads. In a way. Yeah, yeah. Used to being leads. I enjoyed it. Yo, Hollywood people are awful <laughs> in general. They are. Look at us. Look at us. We're horrible. <laughs> Just horrible. I sit back there and say, I said sunflower seeds that were shelled. That's when you talk. Normally you just hiss. <laughs> like a cat. Anyway, it's not true. Y'all. I'm a lovely backstage. I'm a joy to be around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Was there anything else besides our Christmas Christmas spectacular? Sorry, our holiday spectacular. Oh. I will definitely sing a Hanukkah song. This I'm year. already worried for you. I'm worried you're going to get drunk real quick because you're flying back from New York that morning, and then we've got shows to do. Y'all, I'm actually be- yeah. Maybe we can do Happily Ever After earlier in the week. Maybe I am. Co- I think it's a good idea. I am coming off. I am coming off a trip up to New York. I'll be seeing the opera, The Hours, oh, starring. Renee, uh, Renee Fleming. Fleming, Kelly O'Hara, and Joyce DiDonato. I don't know who Joyce DiDonato is. You're a Philistine because but, she's an amazing opera singer. But I'm jealous. I would. Uh, I'd like to go see. Uh, I, I'd want to see that. And people are like, "Who who composed it?" I'm like, "Who gives a shit? It's the hours with those three women. I'd watch them sing, but the Battle Hymn and the Republic for three hours. I should try. You already bought a ticket, right? I did. I wonder though, y'all. By the way. It's not my favorite Verdi opera, but Aida is going to be at the Met December 4th, and my friend LaTanya is Aida. Mm-hmm. I should ask her. Maybe she can get you a backstage pass. What if you got backstage to meet Ooh. Kelly O'Hara? Boy. Like you no, know, Renee Fleming and, and Renee, Kelly O'Hara you and Toast Joyce did it me for that one. I need all of them. <laughs> wow. You know, I do things in this world, so pe- I, don't, I don't expect people to owe me things. <laughs> I do things that are the kindness of my heart. So what if they owe me a favor later that I will collect on? <sighs> anyway. Besides, uh, you probably know people in the Met course that could help you out that you fucked. I already bought my ticket, but I'm... Uh, I, I know I, several. I, I'd, I'd like... I know some people in the Met chorus. Um, I, I'll, I'll, let's talk about that, because I would like to see all three of them, um, because they're... Phenomenal. We can do this, y'all. Let's g- hashtag help Poodle. Let's get <laughs> Poodle a backstage pass. I, I, they may, <laughs> they may have to like, like have like they need to be guarded by dogs because I may fan all yes, of them. Yes, they may. Um, um, I'm seeing a strange loop, and yeah, I'm seeing um, uh, what you you told me to see uh, some like it hot, and I'm seeing Kimberly Akimbo. Well, actually, you told me to see some like it hot, so then I went and saw it. So you're just seeing what you told me to see. That's what I. That's what I said. But um, that's gonna be fun. Oh Lord, that grinder's gonna. <laughs> did you find a hotel? Yeah. Good. I'm staying in a residence inn because I couldn't because I wanted to use points. 
Yeah, they boy they you. I got cheaper. You went in December when everything's. But I it'll can't be so believe, pretty. Yeah, Christmassy. no, I want. I love New York around December. Is really it'll be great. real pretty. It's not like super cold, and usually you get there right for the snow. Or if it does snow, it's not like awful snow like it is in January, February, March. Maybe you'll run into a sissy. Never know. Maybe, maybe don't tell them where I'll be. How about that? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what days I'm seeing which. So if you show up at the box office, I'm like, Ooh. Ooh. Um, y'all, uh, we want to, uh, we hope that, in the, I know Happily Ever After hasn't been great, but we hope that y'all have a good couple of hours of laughing your cares away. And even though we're here to have fun, we just want to send our love. I'm yes. not saying thoughts and prayers. I'm glad you said but this. But we're sending our love to Colorado. Um, Colorado Springs. Yeah, Colorado Springs specifically. Um, if you don't know, uh, there was a mass shooting there. Mass shooting there at an LGBTQ a club. Club Q, yeah. Club Q. Um, it's it's hard because when we're, you're a queer person, those are literally safe spaces for. That's where yeah. you go to. People are coming from home environments where they're being right put through a lot. Um, it's better, but still, that is a. If you never watched that documentary, Small Town Gay Bar, I highly yeah. recommend it. And those people that. That feeling of security was stolen from those yeah. people last night. Even yes, there were people who, obviously, people who died and got shot. But everyone who was there, regardless, and even the community of Colorado Springs, they had that stolen from them. Yes, and that's been a fucking injustice. And there's a lot of finger pointing of this and that, and that we can go down that road. I, the only thing I kind of wanted to add to people that anybody that is out there kind of absorbing stuff in whether it's the media or where you're reading or whatever, because I've just noticed with my mom, she had conversations like she started to become interested in like worried about like gender and trans and bath. And I, we were talking about it. And I said, why do you care? What does this have to do with you? How does this affect your life? Mm -hmm. And it made me think about where she is seeing those messages. And so ask yourself, if you're reading and seeing a lot of that kind of stuff, ask yourself, why are these people reporting this? Because it might be, you know, an agenda to control trans rights and trans people. And those are human rights to us. So I just ask people that there is, that's becoming a hot topic. And I think this is, Part of the ramifications of that is that people are getting um, people that really have no business being upset about this or care about this feel like it's their one hundred percent do so one hundred percent. So I just asked you to yeah. It's been an agenda because we had a pushback where gay marriage was legal. Then a certain group of people decided that it was advantageous to start culture wars again. Yeah, and because. There was an election coming up. And it worked. A lot of and it, it worked. worked. So, yeah, yeah, it's just, I just, again, y'all, as we, we just got through one election, but as we know, and it's, it's always, you know, vet your information and just always, even I do this, no matter where, I go, hmm, who's writing this? Why are they writing this? Yep. Why are they talking about this? Those are good questions for you. To, uh, what would they hope to get out of this? Right. That's a good agenda to ask How yourself. editorial is my news? Because a lot of media does a really good job. Mm -hmm. And um, some does it. So we just... I'm putting that out there. Yeah. Anyway. I agree. Uh, it is sad that, like, even before Nikki Levy's show yesterday, I still now, when I go in those spaces, I, and even sometimes, you know, in our reality gaze and putting on, you know. No, it's a thought we, I we, have every single time. And we've talked about it. So. Every time we go, we're in, a, we're in a space, there's, I think, is everybody safe? Is everybody safe? Yeah. yeah. So. 
Anyway, so we hope that we can. Uh, I know in the Sissy Squad, I think they're going to start looking at what charities or yeah, and find a good charity that's been funded. So we'll be raising money for them in the Sissy Squad. If you're in the squad, um, I think we're going to do that along with kind of our Giving Tuesday yes. next week. So, all right, shall we? Let's talk about garbage people. Here we are. So we're meeting Jin and Becky because they asked us to meet. Um, I mean, Andre is, he has a point, but God, he's terrible. Well, he, even if he has a point, he's always going to belabor it. And even if you agree with him, he's going to yell at you. Yeah. Because you're not taking his side. And he, and the thing he doesn't realize is he actually, Libby is married to him. She's fine if he talks to her that way. Mm -hmm. But it actually is, he doesn't really have a right to talk to other people like that, but he does. No. I'm um, not defending Jen and Becky. Yeah, I think, I think I would really have a problem with anybody who he was talking to if they weren't Jen and Becky. Yeah, the butthole brigade. Yeah, because yeah. these are two people. I think, t just to defend him a bit, he's mad at them because of how they have treated his wife and both him, and may they may have been responsible for, for informing on him. Yeah, and they've treated him, for, like Libby said, from day one. Yeah. From day so, one. The, the thing the thing is, y'all, we already did in our kind of opening here, is they were basically, they were mad, obviously. They did not contact Libby no. um, after this. And uh, and Becky's like, she's just drifting into the abyss. She just posted the baby news on social media. And we found out about it. The rest of the time of the world found out about it. And they still blame Andre for all this. There's something, because they can't blame their sister. It is weird how they just shirk any responsibility from her on this um i think it's much more uh much more convenient because then you don't have to you don't have to ask yourself what did we do to make uh, her angry yeah because we can just say he's an asshole nothing, she's doing this nothing yeah that's a good point. Yeah, and so that's why I think that's why they uh, always go to him because if 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 she thought that that means they must have done something to make her feel it, and it's too it's too confronting to imagine there be problems with themselves and Libby. It's much easier to say it's all him doing it. She's a victim. It's much easier. Uh, yeah, that's true. I think you're dead on. Um, and you know, of course, spot on, like that Empire State Building. You're right on it. Boop. It's like, and the plan all along, they say Libby is get pregnant, not tell anyone, and then announce it on social media just to hurt us. Social media, just to hurt us. And uh, they never even really let, she kind of, but they never even let, I would have asked someone, she kind of said one, but they never let Libby just say her reasoning why. No, because as soon as they come in there... I love the way you say because. Because? No, you go because. Because. Sometimes you do it with your accent. You know, sometimes <laughs> I do say because, and sometimes I say because. You say because. Because. I like it. I think funny. I usually say because when I have a big point to make. 
Well, you say because a lot. It's, it's very Atticus Finch. <laughs> because I saw you with that Ewell woman. <laughs> and I winded up, winded up to make my arguments. God, I should have gone to law school. You would have been a good attorney. I would have been insufferable. Oh, yeah. 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 You would have made someone do your dishes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Just, no, it's true. Anyway, uh, so Libby basically, she said, they said Libby would have never made the decision on her own. But she did. And she acted like she was able – I mean, maybe maybe he coached her into it, but she was the one who says, my sisters have not been on my side for a while. They have – they did not have my back with this whole Charlie thing, so I don't feel close to them right now. Mm-hmm. And what – because Libby can count on Andre, I think it's easy for Libby to use Andre as a shield. And I agree with she that. she can count <laughs> on him to freak the fuck out – Make her sisters almost unleash all the fury that he wants to, and then sit back and say, "Look at you! You're acting like this." So I know it's it's a great way to her sisters because you saw Becky like literally just started getting violent. Yeah, she hit him. Yeah, and uh, and he's he's, he's going, "You are a follower. You are a follower." Um, it's. The thing is, what's gross, what goes wrong is all of them are talking about each other. They're t- talking about both one another's identity as a person yep. and not talking about the, that idea of not talking about this behavior you did hurt my feelings because of this. Right. It's you're a follower, you're a controller, you're a simp yep. because you listen to everything he says. So it's this, it's just this blame game. Y'all, spoiler alert, couples are... Family therapy is not going to go well with these people. <laughs> they keep saying, I hope this session of family therapy works. Ooh. So apparently they're going to take one session. <laughs> I don't even think Oprah could sort this out. Do, I liked when Becky said, they're like, she brings up family therapy. Be- Becky's like, do you know how much fucking family therapy this family needs? They need a fucking lot. Be- it's because, and you know, it's it, Becky says, it feels like she's drifting away. It's not like her. And actually what I heard is... This is what happens when someone puts up boundaries with someone else who is taking advantage of them. I, I've had that happen to me. Somebody will say, I just don't feel like you're the same Maddie anymore. I don't feel like you're the same person. And it's because I didn't accept the same shitty right. behavior that people right. gave me. So, y'all, if someone's telling you that, but you feel like you're doing the healthiest thing for you, they're the problem, right. not you. Yeah. You you changed because you're protecting yourself. And now they have a problem with that. A lot of times people think, oh, so-and-so just changed so much. And that's such a negative thing. Mm-hmm. But there, you guys, no one remains the same their whole life. Ch- change. It's inevitable. It's, it's inevitable. Ch- change is inevitable. Like Leah Michelle. <laughs> Yeah, she's nicer now. No, I'm saying when I we talked about um, uh, Funny Girl, oh, Leah Michelle was inevitable. Leah Michelle, and like someone said, they are doing a cast album now. Of course they and are. I, and they said Poodle was right, and I said he usually is <laughs> when it comes to this. When it comes to Broadway, Poodle knows I'm, his shit. I'm pretty, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, so change is inevitable. Like getting your asshole fucked. That's inevitable. It's inevitable. It's inevitable for us. 
Right? Agree. Yeah. Would be for Andre too. Ooh. Ooh. It's just like mm. two little like mangoes. Just mm. you know no, I don't it's, like mango. It's even meatier. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. <laughs> Like a <laughs> like a, a tartar of Moldova, <laughs> a meat pudding, an organ meat pie. Ooh, ooh, ooh! Because um, Andre thinks that they're just following Pamela, and he's okay, the, Pamela, and he's saying the mother is the cause of all of this. Now that's not actually all right. The daughters are very much like their mother. I, I will say, Libby says that she's upset at her sisters for going to that party and not standing with her against Charlie. I kind of, I understand her point, but at the same time, I look at it and say, but that's not for you to control, Libby. If your no. sisters want to go with them, be mad at them for saying, laughing that they think it would be funny if your husband exactly. went home. Be, be mad be mad at them for telling you one thing and then another. And, or, or be honest that you're hurt about it. That's actually more authentic to what the situation be, that's is. That's it right there. Be hurt that your sisters said they were going to keep their boundary and you guys were standing together and now you feel like you're on an island. And hurt that they, when they said we're going to go to the party, they guilted her right. and made her feel wrong for not. Yeah. So it's like they want her it, this is what it's the same. They all want the same thing. Becky and Jen want Libby to support their decisions, but they're not supporting yeah. hers and vice versa. This family sucks. I really feel sorry for Libby. Most Like Libby even said, she's like, there's wrong on all sides, including yeah. myself and Andre. I actually think Libby is the only one who sees this somewhat no, she's, clearly. She's the best of them. Um, I don't know how much is that saying. Uh, I like it how I in like her, her in her in the moments in, her, in the moments you can tell she's much more pregnant. Than oh yeah, she, is. she was yeah. I was like oh, <laughs> like because I get it, y'all. Everyone gains baby weight. It's just unfortunate when you gain it all here. Yeah, she does. She does. He's pointing to if you're watching the intimate portrait, you can take your own podcast. You're getting it all in your neck. If you're on the intimate portrait, you're right here. It's sitting right in between. Honk, honk. Just just, I just grabbed your titty. Yeah, I'm patting your leg and rubbing on it. Oh my god. Gunk gunk. Gunk gunk. (laughs) You don't need to know what what I just did there. No, you you don't. I'm not describing that visual. (laughs) Shall we talk Jovi and Yara? Let's talk about Jovi. Oh yeah, that's what happens when, when we're in Europe. This is polka, right? Yeah. Could you say the name of that town they're trying to say? Garmischepukekirken. It sounded like Garmischparkenkirken, which Kirken is church. Um, uh, I don't know where they are. It looked like a smaller town where they were going, but they're in Germany, y'all. With um, um with they're they're there with Jovi's friend who reminds me of like some rich a, white guy at a country club who, who why, he reminds <laughs> me of Reed from Below Deck. Yes. Why the fuck is this guy here? Or like Talmagog or, or T? the guy the uh, Talmage Talmage whatever Tal- Talmagog. I never wrote it down. I just put T because that's what they um, called him. But uh, they're annoying the shit out of Yara, and they're like, "Dude, we can go on the Alabon and Alabon and just drive fast." It's like I got a baby in the car, but I'm messing my baby. I don't do that. Jovi, Yara gets angry. Jovi, no, Jovi, it's not race car track. Hopefully, we'll have some time to go out and like party in Germany. 
have some beer. Like, get on some, like, beer beer maidens. <sighs> She's like, this is not a party trip. This is not a party trip. And then, you know, you just reminded me, this isn't a party trip either, y'all. We're going to take oh, a commercial. Oh, we should take a break. We'll be right back. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. To all our queens, to Caitlin and... The Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Hope and find you're happy. Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners.
listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed Have hope and find your happy Herky perky murky lurky. That's Swedish. Oh uh, well. God, I loved it when Rose Nyland would do Swedish talk on Golden Girls. That's my favorite thing ever. Or was it? Was she? Norwegian? She's from Saint Olaf, but yeah, it's Swedish, it Swedish. I think. Yeah. Because yeah. she was saying the town of Schmurgeflugen. <laughs> God, that's so good, Betty White. Oh. So y'all, they are. So Joby and Yara back to them. They're they're they drop off Yara and Mom and. Uh, yeah, when we left you before commercial, Yara was annoyed and Joby was childish and annoying. So where are we now? That's right where we are. <laughs> Nothing's changed. <laughs> Nothing's really changed for them. Uh, the whole time, <sighs> and and she's like, let's get in, let's stop and get something for for Karina because she, like some plot supplies or something because she had a flee her country in the middle of the night and doesn't <clears throat> have anything. And Joey's like, what oh. kind of surprise? Like what kind? Of, yeah, uh, it and is the way he responds to that. He almost she's like she says like Joby, let's stop. And instead of just being yeah sure okay, he goes yeah okay I guess that'll be all right. Like he puts his approval on it, and, he, and I notice he does that a lot. Yeah, I think it's like you said, talked about. It, I think it's a culture thing. Yeah. Like, no, he needs to. He needs to be okay with what's happening. Yeah, I'm telling you, y'all. You go to South Louisiana, you will. You could swing a cat and hit a Jovi. I don't advocate swinging cats. Don't swing cats. So. <laughs> Don't do that. We do not advocate. I do not advocate hurting animals. No, we don't. Yeah. Unless it's cockroaches, but they're not animals. No, they're not. They're insects. Or you would advocate violence to chickens. But we shouldn't do that. No, I wouldn't advocate violence to chickens. Roosters? uh, No, just I don't want them dead because they need to fuck other chickens to make chickens. And, you know, I just don't want them around me. Got it. But I, I don't, don't want av- them dead. I don't advocate Although violence I, to anyone. I do love fried chicken, though. So I guess <laughs> I'll work on that. Um, so they, I don't even want snakes killed, and I'm scared of snakes. I like snakes. But I feel like cockroaches and mosquitoes, who dead. gives a fuck? Dead. Is there a reason why those kind of insects are alive? You know, when you wonder, like, they're, I'm sure they have a they, people they are scared have a, of bees. They have a part a in the feed chain. They have a part in the food chain. I'm sorry, sorry sure. <sighs> Wish somebody mosquitoes are pretty awful. Cockroaches pretty too. awful. Yeah, spiders are good though. Don't kill spiders. No, spiders are great. They get other insects. They do. My mother, when I was younger, uh, my brother and I would always say. Uh, step on, try to step on spiders or try to kill spiders. Mom was like, "Don't you do that! They're responsible for killing all the other bugs." <sighs> wow, your mother has she has soap boxes for soap yes. boxes. There are some birds who <laughs> are bad birds. You can. <laughs> I'm gonna get in trouble here. So I'm move on. <laughs> 
She'll, Someone will have a problem with that. So she, oh, she wants to get rid of some birds because they're messing with the nice birds. Yes, blue jays. She hates blue jays. We've said that before. Boy, I bet she obsesses um, over it. So, yeah. That's her whole life is obsessing over things. <laughs> so they're going to get clothes for Karina and like a sweater and stuff. And they're basically, they drop them off. And then Yara's mother comes into play. The thing is, I don't know. I don't know if, if they just, or if they just say, if, if Yara's mother is just such a good character actor, if, 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 if Yara's mother is the Margot Martindale of, oh, okay, of that's a good, that is a good of, comparison. God, is she I'm, that good? Does she take that good of direction from producers? God, <laughs> y'all, if you haven't seen Margot Martindale in the Americans, you're missing out. It's just Margot Martindale in anything. She's great in The Watcher. The the you haven't seen The Watcher, have you? Mm-mm. It it was okay, but it was a fun ride. Okay. I enjoyed it. Still cannot believe Naomi Watts was in it. <laughs> I know. That's why I didn't watch it because you bitched about it so much. I had problems with it, but I liked it, and I still watched it. And after the whole thing, you don't know who The Watcher is. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! <laughs> And the Pharaoh's in it. Oh. It's a Ryan Murphy joint, that's why. They all want to suck that dick. He is one of the most powerful people in Hollywood right no now. No telling me. You're telling me. You need to suck that dick. I do it. I do it too. So, y'all, Yara's talking about there are so many mothers with newborns. Thank God Karina doesn't have that. And the mom wants her to stay longer, and she's like, you know. Joby, how am I supposed to do this? My life did a 360. She uttered the phrase, y'all. She didn't know, though. Somebody, she just learned wrong, probably from watching this show. That's true. Or watching Love After Lockup. She learned, she learned American idioms through watching reality television. Yes, which, oh, speaking of again, y'all, I keep <clears throat> saying this. Every week, I'm like, this is the best episode of Love During Lockup. And the next week, it's an even they better They top episode. themselves. And we just got a trailer that dropped for the new Holy season of hell. Love After Lockup. Holy hell. And that premieres December 16th. Um, We're not getting a break. They normally break over. No. Now Matt Sharp's taking it, the reins. And it looks like Lerder is only going to have eight episodes. Looks like it. Yeah. Um, this season Hopefully of Love During Lockup. I hope, no, they won't. I, it's too it's, much. It's the same time It's the same time. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Um, so... I don't think they'd do back-to-back. No, they couldn't. I don't think they no, could. I don't think they would. Um, but, y'all, Justine and Michael are going to be, from this season's Love During Lockup, are going to be yep. on. Yep. And bizarrely and kind of terrifyingly, Gabby and Chris, yeah. after the big domestic violence We don't know thing. if this is before or after that. Like, we don't know when this was filmed. Right. But it was pretty severe domestic violence he did to her, No, right? he beat her. Yeah, so... Yeah, yeah we don't know... I, ugh, I don't know what's happening yeah, with that. I, I don't know... I think they'd be very careful about airing it if it happened on camera, obviously. No, yeah, I'm just... I'm a little, hmm, why are you doing that? Yeah, scrap it. Re-edit. Yeah. Scrap it. Re-edit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I didn't like Gabby to begin with, so I don't we like know. watching her. <laughs> I didn't either, though. But anyway, <clears throat> but other than that, it's all new couples. Yeah. And, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. 
Whoa. It's, the, it's called the cringe chair for a reason, y'all. <laughs> it's going to be a good... Yep. And Darcy and Stacy and Extreme Sisters coming back. In January. In January. Oh. Yeah, it's going to be a fun 2023. It is. Um, so. But uh, mom, they're in this store and JR's mom is really like, well, buying gifts is nice, but you know, nothing's better than being here. <laughs> being with people. Helping them out. Um, this woman's good. Yeah. And then, y'all. She is a Margot Martindale She's the Margot Ukraine. Martindale, yeah. She's she's playing her character role very very well, well. Her character actor very role. well, and and then she basically says she's like well you know Joby's going to work in a little bit so you can just stay here what difference is it that you're at home in America or you're here what difference does it make and uh, and Joby he basically he's later on they're talking about that and Joby's like uh, and they're sitting in the car and and Talon's like. Yara, I think you should go back with your family. Uh oh. <laughs> and he's like, she's like, who the fuck are you, basically? She's like, I'm Jovi. I'm grown ass woman. And of course, Jovi's talking about, that's very disrespectful. Y'all remember when someone starts talking about how you've disrespected them, that it's all about their ego. It's all about their it's ego. It's rarely a problem that you've done. It, we have moved on to them. I don't see what's the point. He is going to be at work for another month. They're already there. She also, that baby hasn't seen her grandmother two and a half years. What's the big deal if Yara stays like three and a half more weeks? I'll tell you why. It was. It came from, this is a, this is a Jovi-Yara issue. It came from her mother, and it was sprung on him well, and he in said front he, of other people. Yeah, that's true. And he says he's worried that, well, I think what the fear too is, He's worried the longer Yara stays there that she'll never want to leave. Yeah. It, honestly, this could be solved by communication issues if, if, and here's the most important thing, if both these people trusted the other and they don't fully. They don't. And I don't know if this is a storyline that they're trying to foist on us that they, but I think that that is, I, y'all, no one makes anything up out of thin air in Night of Fiance. No, they there's do, recreations. They do. But it came from a They do price stretch of some stories, but everything is based in truth. For the most part. I would, any storylines that I think Angela and Michael could be false. That's the only one. It still one. couched, though, in, in their own I think that's the only one that sometimes I'm like, really, again, this Billy guy, that just feels fake to me. Oh, I think. I think that might have been initiated, but I think what happened after it wasn't. That's, yeah, I can see yeah. that. Um, and because she's, Yarva, Yarva. Yarva! Yara knows that Joby lives in the U.S. He's an American. She's not going to just up and move to Europe and not be able to have her child. She knows she just got her green card. Right. So she can go back and forth some, but doesn't she have to every six months come back to the yep. U.S.? So she has to come back. She's not just going to leave you, Jovi. No, but I think it was all in the way it was done. And I agree. Jovi does not like feeling like he's being uh, that 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 Yara's mom is telling her what to do because he thinks he he should do that. He does because yeah. in Yara's defense, she brought this up to him 
in their hotel room, and he was like, no. And so I think she's bringing this up in front of people now because she wants people on her side. Right. Yeah. Well, it's not going to be the guy, the rich guy from Dirty Dancing. No. To help you. <laughs> no. No. Should we move on to Angela and Michael? Michael? This is the most movement we've had in this, this couple for this season, in this episode. Um, I still can't get past that outfit. <laughs> Let's just do it now. What? Oh, okay, y'all. If you're going to mention it, we're just going to do it now. <sighs> y'all, it's time for Reality Gaze <laughs> Lightning Round. Y'all ready for this? America, 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 America. Land of the free. Land of the fucking free. Land of the fucking free. Land of the fucking free. Yeah, they're going to voice mix that. Yes. Singing that into a song. So, land of the, land of the, land of the fucking free. So, y'all, we all saw Angela's. Marriage counseling outfit. So I ask you here. The question is: Yes, who is Angela dressed as? Who is it? who is Angela dressed as? Put some. I'll let you put go some first. Music in this, Christina. We should have game show music. I'm doing it. Don't I get any credit? Yeah, it doesn't sound good. Fine. But you know. Fine. Okay, let's do... Newlywed game. Ooh, I like it. Okay. It's very full housey. It is. What's it called again? <laughs> What's Angela wearing? What is Angela dressed as? What is Angela dressed as? I guess I'll go first. Yeah. <laughs> we should plan this. Um, uh... Trailer Park Betsy Ross. <laughs> what is Angela dressed as? Uh, a hostess cupcake in human form. Oh, good. Uh, what is Angela dressed as? Um, Miss Confederate United States of USA. <laughs> what is Angela dressed as? American syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> Sequel to American Buffalo. <laughs> Um, what is Angela dressed as? Um, what is Angela dressed as? Uh, Uncle Sam on drag night at the Whistling Dixie. <laughs> I like that Chit. one. That's Chit. it. We're yeah, out. That's it. That's it. That's it. We're out, everybody. Uh, you could, if you, if you. Oh, I thought that was that? ending music. Y'all, if you go to our Instagram. You'll see oh, a meme that we did. This with, is important. We need y'all to weigh in. Who wore it better? Angela in her in her American flag inspired America threw up on her. Yes. Uh, outfit. Or me as, as Aunt, Aunt Samantha at our DC show in 2021. When y'all saw Jake's nuts. Yeah. That, who wore that, it better? Go to our Instagram. We need to know. <laughs> we need to know, y'all. I will say. My legs will give her a run for their money. They will. I will say, for Gotti, I, I wish you had had her heels. <laughs> I know. Those heels were something. That's true. I should have got the, gotten those heels. Boy, she really was a slutty Betsy Ross. Wow. <laughs> wow. There you have it. So, y'all, 
here's the thing. I did think of that when she walked out. I did think of that RuPaul song. I am America, America, <laughs> red, white, and blue. I need to watch UK. I haven't watched any of those episodes yet. Please don't pull your microphone I'm just trying out. to get comfortable. So, um, y'all, they are, she and Michael are at the car place getting yes. things repaired. This actually reminds me of previous seasons of Michael and Angela. Yeah. Where she's kind of owning up to being cuckoo crazy. A and little. A, and a revengeful monster. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't last long, but she does. And she says he's a, he's very upset about his car going to the mechanic. She's like, yeah, I guess I'm gonna pay for it. He's gonna choose the most expensive thing. And then and she's like, the guy's like, was it an accident? She's like, I was the accident. <laughs> I'm the accident. Don't play with my feelings. <laughs> I mean, I'm really really hurt inside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just a human raw nerve. <laughs> <laughs> and so Michael wants to go to counseling and is. I, I'm shocked, still shocked she went. Um, because he did say, she's like, hell no, I don't need someone to tell me what to do because I know I'm right. Well, and she reminded us, I forgot that they went to the one before and that woman was like, <laughs> you need to make his bed. I, you I, need to, that I will was say, that was not... That was not a good at counseling experience for her. No, that was back <laughs> when we enjoyed watching them. Yeah, that was that a was, long that time was ago. In, uh, that was back during I Did the BJ. Yes, I did the BJ for I, real. I did the BJ for real. Um, oh, God. And so, y'all, she said, I don't need therapy. I didn't cause the problem. Y'all, if you're with someone who says, I'm not going because I didn't cause the problem, they definitely need to be there. They probably <laughs> contributed to the problem. Yeah. Couples counseling takes two people. You it don't does. just go. Even even if your if you think your partner is the most the most awful person and they're doing all of it, you have to go together. Yep, because uh, that's the whole point. And um, you, you have to go together, and you both you both have to want to be there and yep. want to believe that it's. At least giving the chance to make it work. Otherwise, you're wasting a therapist and you're wasting your own time. Right. Uh, and Michael even said, um, uh, was basically saying, I should be keeping my eye on her too. Because if she's going to be talking to Billy. He calls her a hypocrite, which yeah. she is. Which she is. And what's interesting is, I like, I like to see Michael trying to play the long game here. Because he, he's trying to figure out I do really believe that he loves her. And uh, I think he did. I still think he probably does. But I know now you think he's checked out. I wonder sometimes now if he's just, mm. but I don't. And if it wasn't for him being so, I look back and then like when he was, she was wearing like the American underwear and the thing with the ex president and all that. Like if was that, Angela doing because at the time we thought Michael was into that and it made it seem like he wanted to come to America really badly. Yeah. Whereas now, like we see Angela wearing this outfit, and I went, "Oh, was that Angela pushing all that?" Does Michael well, really even want? Does he even care to come to the U.S.? I think in the earlier seasons he talked about it all the time. Oh, I forgot he did talk about it all the time. Yeah. So, um, but I agree with you. I feel like my gut says some part of him still loves him. So y'all more they, than Usman loves Kimberly. <laughs> we're gonna put a meme up meme up soon, probably in the next couple of days. God, that, that guy's a good con. That 
that had him oh. where the where the counselor went. Yeah, because you 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 have the visa. Remember that you can't you can't be without her for any length of time. Yeah, you love you her so much you oh, can't yeah. be away from her. And he goes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah, it's a pretty good meme. Yeah. Oh man, though, what a good con! Those tears at the airport. Oh, he's, he's he is really aged like fine wine. He is. I think he dirty rotten scoundrel I, style. Yes, I think he could be one of the best. Best. He could be in that movie Heartbreakers with Sigourney Weaver and, <laughs> and Jennifer. High Love praise. God, I high love that praise. Movie. Love that. That's I'm, the movie they need to make I've, a musical of. I've never seen that movie. It is so good. It's camp. Okay. I believe you. Just another movie you haven't seen. <laughs> That's not appropriate because you haven't fucking seen The Godfather, which people were bowled over by. It was long. Not an excuse. You, how, how long was The Avengers, which you'll see on the opening night? So You Angeles. don't have a leg to stand on. I just swept you with a knee. I don't have a. I'm like Karate Kid. I don't have a New York building to sit on. No. So y'all, Angela, uh, they're going a couple back for me. We already said she's the closest to wearing an actual flag as possible. As possible. Um. Uh. And she's like, we went. We. Uh. She's like, we want to see the marriage counselor. They're there, and she's like, we don't. He does. <laughs> Again, it's still those jokes. And what's interesting, y'all, when you actually get a counselor who knows what they're doing, they know how to neutralize people like Angela. And it's really interesting. She did a little bit. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when Angela kept talking over him, and she very much just in a supportive way said – because that's what's smart. You don't point it directly at person. You said like, hey, this is the boundary of when one person's speaking, we let them speak. And you can't again. This is what we learned in preschool. But yes, sure. And well, the thing is, when they're in a when they're in a place like this, you can't. Angela knows there are certain rules that apply here, and it's not her rules. Mm-hmm. And that that's the thing. You put Angela in a situation like this, where she has to respect some type of authority. Mm-hmm. You're going to get more honesty. Yeah, I agree. And. We did get it, uh, but she basically says, and this is the other thing, you finally got out of her. She's like, distance is causing problems, and then she said to Angela, how does this make you feel? And she thought for a moment, you know, she's not used to saying that. She'll say that in the moment. She'll never tell him. Yeah, she'll never tell him. That's and she point. goes, I feel unloved, period. Put that, put that in the box, y'all. That is Angela. I was shocked she said, shocked she said that. She never feels loved. She's never felt loved her entire life. Mm-mm. And that is, that is the reason for everything. Yeah, she does horrible shit. She's very abusive Not to other you're people. Giving her. You're just, yeah. But that is, that is the root of it, y'all. Um, the root of the root and the bud of the bud. Um, and she, that's when she's trying to interrupt him. And she's like, please, when one person is speaking, don't. She's like, oh. And so she said, and she asked, you know, Michael, she asked Michael, has there been other things you want to tell Angela? And Michael says, no, I've never cheated on you. And Angela, she looks at him and you can tell, like, she has this pained look on her face where she, you can tell her, you can watch her telling herself, I really want to believe you, but I I just can't. I can't believe you. 
And then instead of like processing that, she then uses that moment to almost Because like, she'd have to believe she was loved. Yes. Yes. And so then she... Too hard. And then, then she says, well, then I need to tell you something. And she talks about Billy. Yeah. This is why I feel like Billy's a little bit of fraud. First of all, I feel like Billy's gay. Billy, yo, Billy gay. Also, they keep talking about how hot he is. He's a handsome guy now. But they show pictures of him from 1987. <laughs> Where he was a Chippendale dancer. Billy had his heyday. Let's, he's a nice looking guy now, but why don't we show him now? There's that new, docu- a new is it a documentary? No, the scripted, scripted show. There was a, a documentary. Which was, I saw that. It was boring. Is the scripted show good? You thought there'd be more gay stuff in it, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> That's why I stopped watching yeah. it, too. Yeah, it's boring. Um, I, I watched the scripted one, though, if there's gay stuff in it. Me too. I bet there is. Here's the thing. Gay men will watch anything if there's gay. I just sat through 10 episodes of American Horror Story this season, and it was absolute stinking hot trash. That show. But I watched every single minute. Why? Was there gay stuff in it? Yes. The whole thing was gay. Oh, yeah. You told me. Gay, 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 gay. New York. (laughs) Cruising slash AIDS slash leather daddy slash fucking slash everything. And it was still terrible? Yes. And I watched every minute of it. And I still don't know what the last two episodes were. <laughs> you're the you are the reason you get po- I'm the problem. You get it's power me. to Ryan Hi, Murphy. I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> yep. You give power to Ryan Murphy. <laughs> yes, I just had a realization on camera. <laughs> I have the problem. I'm why this show's still on. You are. Gays who can't stop watching gays. You're the reason things. why he made that Hollywood thing. No. I yeah, won't take responsibility for that. Did you watch that. all of that? Yes. I only but watched I want, two, I I will, only watched two I will episodes. I will not take responsibility for I that. I only watched two episodes. You watched well, the ha- whole there thing. There hasn't been a second season, has there? But he'll make something else. Did you try to get Swift tickets, by the way? Swifty tickets? Did you no, I was going to try the Capital One pre-sale, but it's all sold out. Well, Not sold out. The Ticketmaster fucked up, and they just... I know they're delaying it now. How great that a woman broke Ticketmaster, but now this is... Co- yeah, but in the same way, Ticketmaster... No, but now, because we're coming to this, I was listening to NPR, the government's starting to start investigating the monopoly Good. of Ticketmaster. Yeah. Well, and Ticketmaster, the idea that they thought that why not? I'm sure there's only time for 1.4 million people to see her. I'm sure not more, not many more people than that will try to get tickets. I'm sure no bots will try. They, 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 they don't care. They just want to sell it and then... Yeah. <clears throat> no, it was terrible. I believe that somewhere, some of those people that are the bots get a handout, give a handout back to Ticketmaster. Oh, that's Tinfoil Hattie. I, I think so, though. Someone on our uh, Patreon said that Tinfoil Hattie is a great drag, drag name, and I'm stealing it if I need it. Tinfoil Hattie. You could do that role. Um, so what I what interested is, I was, getting back to Angela, she said, I got to tell you, I developed a crush. It was a TikTok crush. Thank you. For, what is a TikTok crush? I don't know. I don't and know what a this TikTok is when, crush this is. This is when she sounds like a 12-year-old girl. Yeah, she does. Because I went, just a TikTok crush, Michael, and I went, a TikTok crush. You know what it is? It is something that is innocent and non-sexual and makes, give, give, goes, to, goes back to a, a place 
where you didn't feel unlovable. And yeah. it is, it's, it's that, it's like literally, she went back to when she was probably like eight years old. That's where but it she comes still from. has to say, it's like, I'm telling you, because unlike your ass, I'm honest. Yeah, that's a lie. That's a and like, lie. That's a lie. You um, lie. You keep from him things all the time. And and this is when she's like, and you know, he has a kidney disease, and I got involved in it. And she acts like, and then she acts like she's doing do gooder. She's like, and I'm gonna go to Canada and help him. And y'all, Michael says, absolutely not. You're not going to Canada to meet some what, guy. Which is exactly what he what, should say. And it's exactly what she wanted. She. This is how she feels love. She wants him to be jealous. I will say. I think it's fine if Angela wants to go see her friend in Canada. However, it's not fine because Angela would never let Michael do that. Nope. Absolutely so not. She, if she's setting the rules for the relationship for him, now what happens when Michael's a mirror for you, bitch? Right. Yeah, and he says, um, and he even says, as even if it is right now, I can't call it quits because I love her too much. Um, I, I... I don't, what you say is equity in their relationship. I don't think there ever will be. No. Um, equity, fairness. Yeah. There'll never be any of that. And and honestly, I could on There's a lot of relationships that that just doesn't happen in. And Angela doesn't want it that way. She's no. already controlling the money. He yeah. can't work. She yeah. gives him money. Like so, she wants, and she told him not to work. She it's interesting, that. though, this whole thing of just talking about their feelings. We haven't seen this for like three seasons for them. We haven't. They've been on like four seasons. I they think. have been on four, four, four or five seasons. Yeah, a yeah. lot. That's all I, I got. I think that's the show, y'all. That's the show. We'll be talking about uh, next next episode. We see a proposal. <laughs> you know, I got that ring. I can't. I got that ring. <laughs> I got that brain. I can't believe their storyline still makes me the happiest of all of them. You know what? I was the happiest to see them because you know who I missed? I missed Jenny and Smith. Me too. I missed they Jenny are the and Smith. Because I knew Libby and Andre was going to be heavy. We skip, you know, Ed. Yeah. God. Fast, just fast forwarding through their segments, I'm bored. <laughs> I'm so glad we don't have to watch him and her. I... I, I, for a while, I felt a little empathy for Liz. I hate both of them. My, now. Yeah, I just like it's both of them. gone. It's gone. Your baby's gone. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Down came a blackbird, but your mom doesn't like blackbirds either. No, hate my them. mother hated blackbirds. <laughs> they would always get in our feeder and she'd go out there and chase them. <laughs> We need to go. Okay. We need to go because I'll start talking about my mama and the BB gun. And y'all don't want to hear that. All right, everybody. That's the show. You can go to realitygaze.com. You can find us on Instagram and on TikTok Reality Gaze Podcast <clears throat> and at TikTok Reality Gaze. Be sure to follow us on those. We appreciate it. Um, our Facebook group, The Sissy Squad. Have we hit 10,000 yet? Yes. We did? Mm-hmm. We need to do something to celebrate that. Eh. Why didn't you tell me? Take your voice down three octaves. <laughs> well, fine. It just came and went. There think, you go. I think I, I did was going to get it. the ten thousand person like ten thousand dollars. Uh, <laughs> maybe of your money. <laughs> I'll give him ten thousand pennies. <laughs> what is that? A hundred dollars? Still too much. <laughs> God, you're cheap. You'll get a free reality gaze shirt. 
postage due. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine if we sent a shirt postage due? (laughs) Can you even do that anymore? I don't think so. It's always been a a fantasy of mine to send something postage due, though. (sighs) I'd love to break up with somebody and send all their shit postage due. Oh, Oh. great. Great. Anyway, y'all, so find us on the social medias. We appreciate you very much. Come see us December 3rd. We're on the TikTok. We're on the Instagram. And Twitter... Who fucking knows? Who it's a burning slag. There might right not now. even be Twitter next yeah. week. Um, and yeah, be sure to go to that link tree or the link tree link, whatever you oh want to God. call it, to go to our KK. To go to us guesting on KK's show on December third. We're very excited about. It. We're gonna have some collabs coming up too. We've been a little busy, but those are be coming <clears> down the road as well. Um, y'all. Uh, we'll still have part two episodes, so we'll have that. But you know. Thanksgiving week begins. We hope you're, if you're listening to this on the road, we hope you're not murdering your family yet. <laughs> uh, and yet. Be, be safe to where you're driving. But until then, we call these people lonely hearts. Because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places? Yes. And if your life has done a 360, <laughs> if your life has done like a car doing donuts, <laughs> mine kind of feels like that a lot. Yeah. yeah. Call us. Call us. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.